Episode 135 of the Misanthropod. You thought we were dead, but we were just literally being murdered by our hateful star in the sky. I am joined (laughs) by the incredibly handsome and wonderful Wib. Say hello. Hello. I am also joined by the equally wonderful and equally handsome and heavily tattooed Drumbly Bumbly. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gents doing today? Ah, doing okay. Also, you're Snipe. I don't think you actually introduced yourself. Hi, I'm Snipe. There we go. Problem solved. <laughs> it's like, introduce yourself as often as you want to people who still get you the wrong way around. This is but true. People still call me fucking English or British, and I'm like, mate. That's offensive. You fucking mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, apart from me not introducing myself, how are you guys doing? Doing okay. Doing okay. Desperately uh, trying to remember how to do podcasts like... Mm-hmm. Is this is this the part where we say all of our most contentious opinions? No, we've got to put that in the middle somewhere in between me talking about John Bernthal, celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Almeida Pascal, and come. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so that's where yeah. most people have already given up. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Are you yeah. okay, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm good. So yeah, England's been going through a heat wave, a murder, like record-breaking heat wave, and I said this on Twitter, which I only got one snarky arsehole response to. I was quite surprised. Mm. Um, in England, we don't have the infrastructure, we don't have aircon, we don't have anything like that. The houses are built of bricks, which basically makes every single flat like ours a pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Um, so we feel the heat pretty bad. Um, as an Australian, I'm telling you that. I'd like, I went out in 39 degree weather round the corner and Wib was genuinely worried for my health. Yeah. But rightfully so. Even <laughs> though, as an Australian, I, uh, I know exactly how to deal with, with high temperatures. I don't like it, <laughs> but they tell you at school how to deal with heat stroke, how to recognise heat stroke and heat exhaustion, what to do, etc. Whereas you don't really get that in the UK. Yeah, mostly what we've done in the UK so far is uh, the newspapers called everyone a cook for uh, not wanting... <laughs> not going to the beach. For not going to the beach and for being vaguely worried at record-breaking temperatures. Because this is what kills the elderly and the vulnerable. Because we live in a hell country. Uh, what we actually did on the uh, the day, because it was two days when it was reaching like 39, 40, 40 degrees, degrees Celsius, yeah. um, we just literally left the house because our flat is so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just went into town and just sat in the local um, like shopping. Um, we, we sat in the mall just yeah. enjoying their, uh, <laughs> their air con. And then we went to the museum on the second day, which was lovely. It uh, was really cool. Quite you, it, literally. Yeah. If you ever mm-hmm. in Derby, um, the uh, Derby Museum and Art Gallery is quite nice. It's not very big, but it's, it's, it's got a it's great a collection one. of uh, fossilized bones and taxidermy animals. Mm. All I My remember favorite. Is, oh, sorry. Okay. No, I was saying that like, I, I love taxidermied animals and I love bones. Really need to take you to the Natural History Museum in, muse- um, in London. Oh, yeah. 
so much so. They've, they've got like taxidermy no, animals that are like from the Victorian era. So the one I always remember is they've got a fucking dodo. There. How weird does that feel? It's deeply like, surreal. It's like I have been in the presence of a taxidermy thylacine mm. or a uh, Tasmanian dog, uh, which are extinct, mm. and that felt so weird. Is a Tasmanian dog and a Tasmanian tiger the same thing? I think no. I meant I meant Tasmanian tiger. I think I can't remember. I just know that they're they're also called thylacines. Yeah, because I know a thylacine is a Tasmanian tiger, but I didn't know if they were just called. Is that different? Yeah. Is that different to a Tasmanian devil? Yes. Yes, uh-huh. very much so because they're still alive. Right. And um, they are, are too angry different. to die. <laughs> they are too angry to die. They're basically the Australian equivalent of the uh, uh, of of a wolverine. I mean, or a honey d- d- just, just say they're Australian. It's fine. Wow. I mean, I was going to be like, how dare you? But, like, I'm probably the most contact you've had with anything from Australia. And, yeah, I get that. That's fair. That's fair. So I hope everyone has uh, dealt with the heat okay. I hope everyone's staying hydrated. And and posture check and take your meds. Don't forget to have a meal today. Um, Oh, there's another bit of news. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, So... Uh, our, our channel hit 10 years old uh, a few days ago, on the uh, 19th to be specific. Yeah, it's legally allowed to vote now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going, I'm just sweeping that under the uh, carpet. Yeah, no, so uh, we, we started doing YouTube, I mean, strictly speaking, we started doing it in like, it's, it's like February of it- um, of 2012. Yeah, where we did like a full Let's Play, because this was back when we were like, let's do Let's Plays, and they were terrible because we just started doing them, and everything's terrible when you just start doing it. Yeah, and we kind of just, we we did it for a little bit, kind of gave up, and then like six months later, well, slightly less than six months later, went, hey, how about if we take the footage that we recorded for these, compile them down into like kind of edited highlight reels, and then kind of relaunch the channel um, with those, and that's what we did, and that became the Sniping with Play series. Yeah. And then we, uh, one day, we played uh, Space Marine for the channel, and we noticed that holy shit, everybody really liked that, and <laughs> like we got comments going, it's really cool to see people play Space Marine who actually know about the lore, TM, and we were like, hmm. This might mean that we don't starve and die. Yeah, this and might pay we our can bills. Enjoy it. <laughs> so we decided to like look into that probably like a year later because we're terrible with executive dysfunction oh we actually started doing it properly like a couple of months later even okay that's incredible we're amazing yeah. everybody <laughs> so how, how how long have you been doing codex compliant for then just for context four and a bit years mm. okay um it's basically okay. for how however long we've been in this flat currently mm. <laughs> about four four years yeah. um so yeah, we started doing that um, sort of a bit later, and obviously we did the uh, Rogue Trader videos a little bit like the year before that, and we'd done a few scripted Warhammer stuff before that as well with the uh, old game retrospective and um, Inquisitor and the Ultramarines reviews. They're terrible. Mm. We were cutting our teeth. Don't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we've been doing it for a long time, and you, you know, we might we might not be the biggest channel for saying like how long we've been doing it, but you know what? Um, it's been good, and everyone um, is super cool and lovely and nice. It has, with no uh, hyperbole, completely changed uh, our lives 
and um, the many people we have met and friends we've made along the way. Uh, Maybe the real YouTube channel was the friends yeah. we made along the way. <laughs> uh, it's been really nice, and uh, yeah, uh, it is cool, and hopefully we will continue to do this yeah. um, for ever, ever, because uh, we live in uh, the the hell that is uh, late stage capitalism. We are never retiring. So, uh... yeah, but I, I would like to also. <laughs> give a special shout out to all of those members of our audience that somehow know when I've been to the gym and I'm not wearing makeup and I look like a fucking red onion and I'm sweaty and gross who come up to me in the street and go, oh my god, hi, I love (laughs) and I'm like, fuck you couldn't have come up yesterday (laughs) but no, I I, I joke, but yeah it's it's unerring how how many people just seem to just notice when I've just got out the gym and I'm, I'm feeling fucking so gross <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the first time we ever got recognized it was on the in street. sainsbury's and i'd just been in the fucking we'd, gym we'd both just been in the gym actually yeah last time we we uh oh no the second to last time uh the lovely gentleman came up and got a selfie with us i just came out the fucking gym mm. and i was like I, 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 it's like, this is not me getting angry at people coming up to me. If you want to come up and say hi, please do. It's always nice. It's just, I'm sitting there going, Christ, I wish I looked better. <laughs> <laughs> you looked wonderful. I, you're biased, but thank you. <laughs> but yes. So, now that the house cleaning is out of the way, drumble yeah, bumble. I, I was just going to say, yeah, just, uh, so thank you everyone for sticking with us all this time. Uh, we genuinely appreciate it. Drummer Matt doesn't, yep. but that's, yeah, <laughs> you know what he's like. Speaking of Drumble Bums, what have you been doing, dearest Drumbles? Um, I'm just, I was desperately trying to think. I was like, how long has it been since the last podcast? And obviously, I've forgotten everything. It has been um, way over a month. It's been more than a month. Two. I think it was the end of May, mm. the last one went out. So we must have recorded it before then. Jesus presumably. Assuming, yeah, it's about. Assuming I'm time sorry. is linear. Um, no. Time is linear. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, sorry, everybody. We're going to try and keep a. Um, yeah, we've done some stuff. I was trying to think, and this I, I, I have a bit of a list. Who knows if anything is true <laughs> or meaningful. It's been warm. Um, we went to the mm-hmm. cinema for the first time in... Oh, well, how long was everything happening for? Two the and a bit years? has aircon. Yeah, we went on the... So on the, on the, um, on the, the, the warm days, TM... Specifically, you know, the the two that were particularly bad. The end of days, um, days. Yeah. Little ones, nursery clothes at lunchtime because they were like, it's just not safe for the kids or the staff. Like, we don't have aircon. Like, it's just, we can't go outside and all the kids are going to go mad. In- and we're like, yeah, mm. fair. Like, yeah. I get that. So it's fine. So when we were like, well, we can't take him outside because it's just too warm, but he'll go mad inside. Where can we go? We're like, let's go to the cinema. He's not been to the cinema before. We've not been to the cinema for since 2019, probably. Um, possibly very early yeah, 2020, I guess. Dude, but, but dude, the little one has not been to the cinema in his entire life. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to know what mind-blowing film we watched? Considering Please. we obviously had to go and watch a kid's film. Any inkling as to what kid's film's out at the moment? Is it the Minions one? Yeah, we went to see the Minions film. Mate. <laughs> okay. Mate. I would have just... You know what? I would have locked us... My, I would have rather locked my family in a fucking parked car. <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the debate was there. Was like We got there. We were like, well, well, the car's air-conditioned, so could we just stay in the car? <laughs> Is that a valid choice? <laughs> no, I mean, no. How bad could it be? And it wasn't the absolute worst. Like, I wasn't completely, like ripping my eyeballs out by the end of it 
you weren't so you rip you kind of like half pulled one out <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no it was more it was more honestly it was just really fucking loud in there Oh well, yeah, because like, everything has to be screamy, yeah. color flashing. It's, it was it's like it was a, a bit, bit too much for my sensory. Yeah, considering it was like, uh, you know, first one there for however many years and things. We went in and was like, oh, cool, the screen's nice and big. And then it all starts. I'm like, well, this is I kind of can we turn it down a bit? <laughs> are you, are you <laughs> sure you are you sure not uh, just in in the time since you've been uh, been to the cinema, you haven't just mentally aged? Like <laughs> oh god yes I've mentally aged many decades exactly all of us have exactly yeah. all this shit going yeah. down you're, you're now you're now just a grumpy a grumpy old man being like oh we need to turn it down okay but like this is the thing I remember um, I went to see uh, Silent Hill in the cinema why actually that movie in retrospect retrospect is a lot better than. It had any right to be. To be fair, when I think of the Silent Hill <laughs> you movies, you think of Silent I'm... Hill Revelations 3D, the yeah, second movie that's actually the third game. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of that one. And that one's quite bad and ends in a Pokemon fight. It's so. dreadful. It's fucking dreadful. Huh? Uh, just, just don't watch it. Also, if you you know John Snow's in it and he has one of he, oh god, he cannot keep an American accent. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, his accent is really bad. In yeah, it. yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, we went on a Saturday night, and I, I I heard somewhere that they turn the volume up louder on weekends, and huh. there's like one of the smog monster children things that attack you uh, at the end of the first alley that show up to attack the woman because men don't care about their kids. This is why I'm a feminist, everybody, because men do care about their kids. Um, and it started screaming, and it it made my teeth hurt. It was so loud. And I, I was just covering my ears in the cinema, and this was back when I couldn't deal with horror at all. Mm. So it was just like, this has ruined my life. Love just that for too me. Much too much on all fronts. Yeah. But oh my god. But yeah, I, I still think I would prefer to watch Silent Hill Revelations 3D than I would a Minions movie. <laughs> so how how was the movie itself? Other than loud? I mean, it was not as bad as I was expecting. Like, I was expecting just to be sort of watching his reactions, which, to be fair, for the first, like, bit of it, I was just watching his reactions, because he was just sat there being like, what is this? He was just like, big telly, big telly, big telly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. Um, but I did at various times forget that I was sort of, the point of it was to keep him entertained, and did just actually watch the film for a bit. Um, so that, I guess that's about as high praise as I can give it. Um, <laughs> it's like, well... When I, occa- I got bored of watching my child. <laughs> yeah, I, occasion- I, I, occasion- I occasionally, it, like, temporarily forgot it was a chore that I was there for. So mm. you see, I had uh, I, I was waiting for you to do your your usual quite fair and balanced um, approach to like talking about media, and so I'd already written down on the sheet of notes for like <laughs> potential titles. Um, minions apologetics because that was what I was expecting to hear. Uh, so I'm now going to put a big line through that. <laughs> oh, you poor, poor man! How hard uh, because you to. you wouldn't even give me that low hanging fruit. <laughs> okay, how about I just say it so you can put it? In the no, middle? no, that would be disingenuous. Yeah, no, it's not I, the same. I, I wouldn't want to do that. We've never done that, listeners. <laughs> we, we've, we've never, never just never said a that. thing in order to make it the title. No, we've never done that. I mean, no. Every time I've asked to have something as a title, you both have turned me down like my favorite one was 
oh, tell the children that mummy's dead or something. And you, both of you were like, that is too much. <laughs> yeah. You can't call a fucking podcast that. And I was like, oh, no, but spitting raw eggs into each other's mouths is fine. What else was in that fucking video, in that fucking podcast I don't that even... I said that made that the preferable fucking choice? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, okay. So apart from Minions, what's even the name of the film? Is it is that the one that's um, The Rise of Gru? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, wow, really? Yeah. I, I can be perfectly honest and say I have never seen a single one of the Minions movies, so I, I, I cannot actually hazard I will a say, opinion on any I will of them. say my opinion of it is probably a little bit better than most, and this is purely because Wibb's dad cosplayed as a Minion once. He did. He did. <laughs> Do you have did you photos? Hear that? And can I see no. a photo? Kevin, can you send us a photo, please? I know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I need to see this. If you put it, if you want to put it on Twitter for everyone to see, great. But if not, can we just personally? Please, have it? We, yeah. <laughs> we, drama we need needs that for his wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember quite enjoying the original, like Despicable Me's. You know, rel- relatively speaking, like they were quite fun. I think. But then the thing is, the worst bit about the minions is the whole internet around it, uh, and like people's grands sending minion pictures and all that sort of stuff. Which I think like isn't as bad now as jokes it, with as a minion it. picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. Which I don't think is as bad as it used to be, or I'm just better at ignoring it. I don't know. Um, but mm. that's that. Like discolors your opinion on it straight away. If you are watching it just for a fi- for like a film, I'm sure it's better than a lot of terrible kids' films. I will say I am currently having, well, it's not the exact same thing, but it's a similar thing with the latest season of Stranger Things. Ah, that's I, next on my list to talk about. I am sick to fucking death of it. Huh, I don't fucking care. I, and the thing is, is, I'm sure it's great. I don't fucking care because literally everything I see on QWERTY is fucking Hellfire Club and, mm. and all this kind of shit. And I'm like, you see, I'm, I'm old as fuck. So I know the Hellfire Club as an X-Men fucking thing <laughs> with Sebastian Shaw and all that bullshit. And it's like, I'm sure it's great, but literally it's everywhere. Literally everywhere. I can't I can't go anywhere on the internet without seeing someone jerking off over Stranger Things. And I'm like, it's uh, literally, again, it could be, I, I'm sure it's amazing, but I've seen it so much, it's just grinding on me. It's one of those things. Just because the uh, the hype machine for things is is ramped up so mm. high, it means that sometimes you do get you get things just kind of ruined for you, even if you're not consuming them. Because not only are you seeing spoilers constantly, but if it's just all that's on you know all that's on your feed for a while. Yeah. It, but yeah, it's part of the whole hype machine thing, where you know whenever something is is big, you're either you know you kind of join in with it, or or it's just this sort of vaguely alienating presence on your timeline that you don't really you're not really a part of but everyone else seems to be a part yeah. of and it's quite easy to kind of dig your dig yeah. your feet in and be yeah. like a, and be a bit like oh i, I yeah, mean i don't give a shit about this i you know? tried to watch i can't remember what it was um it was this the season where dustin gets dart d'artagnan and like, i've only watched season one so okay, i cannot well, I think help that you. might be season two or whatever i can't remember we're probably on like season four 500 now or something. I think it's five, isn't it? Uh, the cu- cu- um, current one that's just finished is four, and the fifth one, uh, whenever that comes out, is going to be the last one. Okay. And I think that was like, just at the start of the first one, I think, but I'm not entirely sure. Mm, but no, and I was just like, 
I remember specifically the point I stopped watching, which was this weird little upside down goo thing that he was keeping as a pet got out and like ate a cat. And I just was like, that makes me feel bad. I don't fucking care anymore. Because, I mean, like, I would have been happy if it had just been one season. I think it was a perfect season. It was great. I I I mean, the stinger at the end kind of, I mean, everything has to have a stinger. I don't blame the writers for that. But... I, I think that's that's one of the reasons I never got into watching any more of it was that I I liked the first season as a self-contained thing and then I was like, hmm, they're probably going to ruin this and then that meant that I was disconnected when the next mm. couple of seasons came mm. out. So now I know that if I do and I've heard that it's good, but like I, I, um, if I, I do want to Game of Thrones, so I'm <laughs> yeah, do, Game do, of Thrones was here is yeah. a bitten thing. Do not yeah. place the finger. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, at this point I, I can't just like, oh, I'll jump onto Stranger Things and then, but I oh, know it's not just, oh, I'll carry, I'll watch this season. I've got to watch the other, yeah. other, like, well, I'd probably have to rewatch season one because it's been so long since I've seen it and then watch two and three just so I can watch season four. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a, a whole thing. Yeah. So, but I am just, uh, but yeah, I don't know why we're complaining about a thing that only one of us has seen. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Drumba Butt. So, that's right. so that's my thoughts on Minions. Next on my list is Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, well, now that you've got me fucking started. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 it's all good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I get exactly what, you're, what you mean. I think my thoughts on it, yeah, I, I agree. At the end of the first season, and even watching the second season, like we watched the second series, um, and we, I was like, yeah, probably should have stopped after the first, but it's fine, so we'll keep going. And it, it was fine at the time, but it was just one of those, again, it would might have been nice, so it was just a, you know, rounded thing. But then, the third season, they really embraced the, like, camp, silly 80s-ness of it. Hmm. And it sort of, because the second season, it was just a bit too, like, it was taking itself a bit too serious. This is my, my recollection at the time, I might be entirely wrong, but one what I remember, it was, like, taking itself too seriously and it was a bit like yeah it's fine but it didn't need it just didn't need this it wasn't like adding anything to the story or anything really whatever but then by the third season it was like yeah it was it'd take an enough of a tonal shift that it was like fresh again and we really enjoyed it and then it's got I'm... they lost some of that this season but it was just really good mm. so... i will say that if i was like 19 steve would be a problem for me because I love like because in the third season's like I've seen so much fucking gifts and stuff. It's like he's like working at that sailor restaurant or whatever. Like Old big hair guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. it's Steve Harrington. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And honestly, like I still absolutely love that character. How he could have just been jock asshole, and he actually had like this really impressive growth. Of like you know of maturity and mm. he, it was just like that is so fucking cool I love that mm. but yeah Stranger Things sorry mm. I'm I I've been kind of dreading podcasting because my focus has been really poor because uh, I have suspected ADHD <laughs> uh, but the NHS suspected in the same way that Lord Lucan was suspected of killing that woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, and the NHS, uh, I think because they realise I'm not cis, uh, they've just decided to put me in a box and wait for me to just dry up and die, mm. which is fine. Um, but yeah, so I apologise if I'm kind of scatterbrained and not able to focus because 
Ah. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. It's all right. I mean, strange it, things. Yeah, strange things. Really enjoyed the fourth season. There's some pretty epic moments, and nice. yeah, um, I know no there idea. is a Metallica bit. There is, there's, which is, there's a Kate I mean, Bush part, which I'm, there's, lo- I'm there's lots happy. of Kate Bush parts, which is very, very happy. I'm happy she's um, finally getting the, uh, like, you know, acknowledged. Yeah, because she's, she's, like, she's, she's relatively big in the UK, but I don't think she was ever that big in the States, although maybe mm. I'm completely wrong, but I don't know, but yeah, it's great. Yeah. And yeah, there's a pretty epic, it's like cheesy as all hell, but like... That's kind of the point of Metallica, Jesus anyway. <laughs> so I have seen that bit out of context, and I'm yeah, like, it's, "Yeah, it's, you know what? Yeah. Fair. If you got a ch- if I if I got a chance to do that in a thing I was making, I'd do it too." Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty excellent. Um, yeah, it's great. Can recommend again if you're done with it after the first season. I entirely get that, but like. If you've watched a season three, there's no point in not watching season four. But I've got, I've got, I've got like a solution. Oh, the episodes are weirdly well. The the last episode, I don't think it's spoilers to give episode lengths, right? They they, they released no. like I don't. These numbers might be wrong. They released like seven episodes or some amount of episodes, mm-hmm. and then there was like a break for the second half of the season. But by the time the break was only like a few weeks long, and by the time we watched the first half, it, we were only like, oh, there's a break. Oh, when's the next episode out? Oh, tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and then the second half of the series was two episodes. The second, I can't remember how long the first one was. The second episode of the second half was two hours 20. So it's like, okay, I think guess Netflix just couldn't, they just couldn't decide where to put an episode break <laughs> and just couldn't be bothered to re-roll the like, credits or something. So I just kind of went with it. I don't know. <laughs> like, Quick question. Uh, how is the pacing of these incredibly long episodes? Because the the only thing I can think of offhand of like, a whole season of TV where every episode was feature length is the first season of Lex, and that has some pacing issues. Oh, oh no, it's it's fine. Um, we are not the best case for checking that because quite often we'll have to watch like half an episode and then stop it and watch the next half the ah, next day. Fair, so fair. <laughs> not the best, but no, it's it was it was fine. Like. It was a bit weird that it was that, like, they were that length, but it didn't... Once we, we were like, oh, wow, that's a weirdly long episode. This is going to be a slog. And then it wasn't, so... Hmm. Well, that's yeah. always a good sign. If something's yeah. really long, but you don't notice it's really yeah, exactly. long, that's, uh, that's always um, good. Like, yeah. you know, Triple fun Frontier with Oscar Isaac, um, Ben Affleck, and celebrated Chilean-American actor Jose Pedro Bambasita Pascal. Uh, I've seen approximately 45 seconds of that movie, so I cannot speak. It's stupid, uh, but I don't care. It's Oscar <laughs> Isaac and celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Bambasita Pascal just hanging out, getting wet. Can you just say Pedro Pascal on its own? Yeah. Can I hear you do it? <laughs> do what? Say Pedro Pascal without saying his full name. What? Which is? I can never remember it. I feel like his first name <laughs> really? is Celebrated. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Yeah, Celebrated Chilean American author. <laughs> actor. <laughs> How many times a day do I fucking say that and you still can't internalise it? You're, you're assuming that I... I like... Listen to me! Uh... <laughs> it's like, oh God, she's fucking... She's, you... in, she's in the Pedro hole again. When you start doing the idiosyncratic oh, man, language me, thing... Right? Lube me up, I'm going in No Yeah, when you start doing the idiosyncratic language thing I just have to, like, zone out What, the repetitive use of idiosyncratic language? Yes Um, I just have to zone out Because it's, uh, what is it, echolalia? I have echolalia, yes Uh, Which means I Well, when I'm 
it's kind of like a way of stimming. Um, so I'll be in the kitchen and I, I don't know what I'll say. I can't yeah, you'll be in the kitchen and I'll just faintly hear you repeatedly say, How can it fly if it does not have feathers? <laughs> it's, how does it fly when it has no feathers? Isn't that from the bubble? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or alternately, uh, repeating the thing that that parrot on um, on Instagram <laughs> did, where it's going, corn, corn. And I'll just hear that from the kitchen. Uh, yes, okay. So, <laughs> so I, ha- I have to learn to like, uh, like okay. I, can, I can hear, like okay. when I when I hear a certain cadence in your voice, <laughs> I know that you're okay. quoting something. Okay. And so I don't. I don't have to pay attention because you're just muttering <laughs> to yourself in the kitchen. Uh, whereas it I... helps me think, it helps me de-stress. It helps no, that's the thing. I do I... it when I'm thinking. Like I was painting the other day, and you were on stream, and I try and keep in my my uh, echolalia isms, but I can't always do it. Which is why sometimes when I'm out and about, I would just be like, <laughs> "I love my daddy." And freak the fuck out of anyone who's around me. Mm. Nah. But I do remember uh, you were streaming and I just went, Mummy's got breasts. <laughs> and then I realised I'd said it, but I had apparently hadn't said it very loudly. Yeah, so I don't think anyone noticed. But yeah. So <laughs> Listen to about halfway through the VOD of the Besiege stream I did. Mm, yeah. <laughs> See if you can find it. I'm just like, uh, fuck. It's, it's funny because... Yeah, but yeah, no, if if you're interested in echolalia, it's something that uh, neurodivergent people do. Um, it is a very diet thing of what's, uh, what some people with Tourette's do, which is, uh, it's classified as an echolalia tick, uh, which is a similar kind of thing, but nowhere near as extreme. So I, if I don't repeat a certain thing that my brain wants me to say, I get uncomfortable, but... Um, I can stop it, whereas, say, somebody with Tourette's cannot. Mm. So, yeah. So that's fun. And that's why I'm not saying... Uh, that's that's why I've changed the subject, so I don't have to say celebrated Chilean-American actress. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just the simple quote of the repetitive use of idiosyncratic language in and of itself, to me, is repetitive use of idiosyncratic language. Yes. Which, in and of itself, is the repetitive use of idiosyncratic language. How can it fly? <laughs> anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Stranger Things? I Stranger we were things. talking about celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Mamacita Pascal. It was, the length of Stranger, it was the length of Stranger Things episode. That was what yes. we were talking about. I wanted to talk about. You can talk about the things in your segment. It's not as fun in my segment. <laughs> It's all right, I've not got much left, so... Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, dude. Wow, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I'll blast through this next one. We've been, what, the football's on. I don't oh. know if you have seen any of it. I assume you haven't... No, are we afraid of that? I don't no. know whether you realised it was on. No. No, question. <laughs> no I did the, not. The, the Euros was happening. Uh, that, women, is it? Women. Oh, Jesus yeah. That's Christ. a currency, not a game. Uh, In fact, I, no, normally I at least notice well, it, when like, the it's, Euros it's, are on. It, Jesus. It's, it's the women's Euros and everyone is not as oh. interested because yeah, just no general because the women. universe. Um, but yeah, it's really good. And yeah, England are doing quite well so far, if anyone cares. Um, it's quite nice just to have it on in the evening. Um, Fair enough. I won't dwell on it. <laughs> hope, it's hope okay you're, if you hope, want to talk about it. Hope, 
I haven't really got much to say. It's just it's just it's just fun to watch. Um, hope you're okay. enjoying it, Kev, and anyone else who's watching who likes football. <laughs> it's just Kev. Kev, I hope everything's going okay. Um, yeah, if you wanted to, you're insert, welcome, Dad. Yeah, talk about like celebrated <laughs> Guatemalan American actor Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. Uh, instead, we could do that. We uh, could. I don't, I don't. I don't think he personally is playing at the women's Euro competition. But... Okay, that's so exclusionary. What you're doing right now, <laughs> celebrated Guatemalan American actor Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada, could if he felt like it. But he he respects women too much to do. And plus, do he's you... probably listening to the fucking specials or skanking or something. Do you, Do you know what you're talking about right now? Okay, that's. I literally forgot what I was going to say to you. I know. <laughs> um. I'm going to blast on. Ooh, we went to 2000 Trees, the festival. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, went, we went for the day because <laughs> the last time we went, which was the last time it happened, was summer of 2019. And we went and it was a normal festival. We were there for the weekend. And then for somehow the next time it happened, because something happened and it was cancelled for a few years, we now have two kids and it's a very different festival experience. Because um, now everyone yes. has two kids because they spend all their time in quarantine <laughs> doing fucking. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Oh, oh, mm. um, but we saw some bands and they were good. We saw, so I just want to say, who can I blast through? We saw Will Varley, who was always great. We saw Bob. We saw Bob Villain. Oh yeah, Bob Villain were very excellent. Very very full, like overflowing tent, which was which was good because Two Thousand Trees is good. It's not the most diverse festival mm. in terms yeah. of acts yeah. or audience. So it was really nice to see, like, so to see, you know, a band who's very, I mean, a lot, not a lot of the bands there have got, you know, their, their songs about social issues and various things, and everyone there is very nice, but to see a very explicitly sort of social issues and racism and all this sort of stuff, like band who sing about all that sort of stuff, being very full and very appreciated was, mm. was, was satisfying. Nice. Not that I'm surprised, because surprise, they're, they're great anyway. Yeah, I know, yeah. they're really good. <laughs> yeah, I, le- I learned today that they're both called Bob. There's there's two of them in the band and they're both <laughs> yeah. called Bob. So Imagine hence, hence having the band two name. people with the same name um, in a band. In a That'd band. be terrible. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I feel like if we were both in a band in a two piece band, we wouldn't call the band the Mats or something. But maybe yeah, I we think should. You should call yourselves the Doormats. Doormats. Yeah. All right. But with an extra two. Uh, or the closeted heterosexuals. No, that's because uh, neither of you are that, heterosexual. That's Oscar Isaac's band. Oh wow, Oscar uh, Isaac! I have some fun facts about Oscar Isaac. If and you, you like can to... save them for your segment. Wow, I don't want to do that. Um, last thing I have done in the last, we went to Bristol Pride. Oh yes, Yay! yeah, it was really fun. good. It is the first Pride I've properly been to. We accidentally went to Nottingham Pride once, and we went at, we went to Annie's for lunch, and we came out, and it was full of rainbows, and we were like. Wait, what's happening? And we were like, suddenly got oh shit, there, it's like... Pride today. And it was just like around the corner. Um, but it was, but it had finished because we'd just come out of food or whatever. So yeah, we went to Bristol Pride and we did the, like, the march bit in the morning, which was like, you know, the proper protesty marchy bit, which was fun. We dress, dressed up little ones in rainbow tutus and oh! like, which was amazing. That's so And then sweet. they have a, um, up on the downs, which is always a fun thing to say. Um, they had like a big, it's like a festival-y type thing. So they had like a circus tent. So we we took we took the, the two year old off to. He saw his first um, drag act, which was great. Excellent. Well, it was like a drag, you know, what's the word? MC compare host thing in between the mm. in between the other acts. 
yeah. and things. So that was all very nice. And there was some bands playing and there was, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it was quite nice. It was kind of like the angry protest bit in the morning, but then like a big old gay celebration in the afternoon. And it was kind <laughs> of like managed to cover from both angles. So it was pretty great. Um, Lots of fun, very friendly. Everyone was lovely. Um, they always are at Pride. Pride is, yeah. is fantastic. Uh, Derby Pride is very small, unfortunately, but they always they always have an incredible turnout. Mm. Um, and yeah, they, I mean, they this put was on massive. like music and stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. I know Bristol, I so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bristol. Yeah, so, we'll have to get get you all down. Absolutely. Yeah, good excuse. Um, so the, the one time we've been to Bristol and it was quite nice. I do like Bristol. That's nice. Yeah. I think it's only yeah. one time we've been down. Think? Was that uh, when I carried Zoe home? I don't remember. Because it was for a gig. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we, played, we played... It was Ruth's, like, leaving do or... Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was when I carried Zoe home. And then we, we lay in bed and we did the sleepover thing of just every couple of minutes, like, trying to go, okay, we're going to go to sleep now. But, yeah, as far as I can vaguely remember... I, I, I've slept slightly in the last few weeks, but aside from that, <laughs> I've not really done much else. Melted a bit. Um, oh, Wib, yeah. I think. Question yes. mark. What have you been up to? Um, well, likewise, I, I have had trouble remembering exactly what I've done in the last two months um, <laughs> with any degree of specificity. Um, but um, I'll, I'll try. I'll try and summarize it. Um, I've been doing a lot of painting of Battlefleet Gothic ships. Yes, mm. you have. Um, you be- you've been borderline conveyor belting those fucking things. <laughs> it's very impressive. Um, because we got sent a lot of uh, mostly 3D printed, um, like modern versions of them. Because obviously the actual uh, Battlefleet Gothic ships, um, th- there wasn't a huge amount of them made. Like they're not rare per se, but there's not enough of them for them to go for sensible prices. We'll put it that way. Um, so a lot of people 3D print them and we got sent a bunch of them in the PR box. And so I've been uh, getting around to painting those and finding out that they're weirdly addictive to paint because like 90% of them is dry brushing and then just picking out the details afterwards. So you, they're really like satisfying to kind of do in big batches. I mean, you literally got through painting yours and then painted all mine <laughs> for me because you, like, you came up and were like, hey... Are you going to paint these? And I was like, eh. And you're like, oh, can I yeah. paint them? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I will paint your army for you because I know that this takes a lot of energy for you to do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so I'll paint them for you. So yeah, I've uh, I've done Selflessly quite a, a quite a bit of an imperial fleet and like half of a chaos fleet over the cumulative time of a couple of weeks, basically. Um, probably. Nice. You could probably condense most of that into like two days, in all fairness. But, um, but yeah, so I've painted quite a lot of that. Um, on that kind of vague, vague note, we did a, um, a sponsor video on the game Dark Future Blood Red States. We did, by Auric Digital. Yeah, um, and so we, we played it, obviously, um, you know, uh, <laughs> it was a sponsored video, money changed hands. Um, but then it turned out I actually genuinely really liked the game, and I've been playing the <laughs> shit out of it's it. It's a since. cute little 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 dude, which leaves me feeling a bit awkward. I'm like, I, I'm really not shilling for them. I just genuinely want to talk about it because I like it. Because <laughs> um, it's based on the old Dark Future game that was put out in, um, in the late '80s uh, by Games Workshop, and was sort of 
part of the 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 lineage that's you know starts with something like car like steve jackson's car wars and ends with like gaslands um which did actually get some cars for the other day because i've been meaning to grab the new uh rule book for that because <laughs> i'd want to play gaslands again because it's cool oh yeah i miss gaslands um but yeah i don't um, miss your broadside <laughs> jesus christ um but yeah um Dark Future was sort of like you know half, you know halfway along that uh, that lineage, so it was uh, an eight, a late eighties uh, car combat game uh, set in a post apocalyptic nineteen ninety five. Um, no, it's funny because yeah. let's be honest, it feels now we're living in a post apocalyptic <laughs> hellscape. But okay, cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, and it's it's like the, the best way I can compare it to is it's uh, most like uh, the game Convoy. Uh, which was a uh, based on FTL, um, but it's more like Convoy than FTL, where you've got a car that is perpetually moving. Uh, you can control two cars at once, but th- that's on specific things, and mostly it's just about controlling one. And um, you've just got to pick your lane you're in and aim your weapons, and uh, and it effectively becomes like kind of a, everything's got to cool down, and you just got to do missions and go through uh, the dark futures. Um, like wastelands between cities, uh, blowing up other people, and uh, there's a bunch of different cars to unlock and uh, special versions of them. And I'm currently trying to do all the pro versions of missions, and yeah, so I'm having a good time with that. Why? Um, actually, kind of similarly, uh, the other game that I probably played the most in the last couple of months, um, it, uh, apart from uh, playing more Binding of Isaac, because. There's a, a fair chance that if any point you're talking to me, I'm probably playing The Binding of Isaac still because I just if, the very first episode of this podcast I was playing The Binding of Isaac, um, and I've never really stopped. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but the other one was a game called Such Art that I don't think I mentioned last time because I think it might have been just a little bit too soon. Which is um, a game that we did get sent the uh, key for. Um, uh, and because uh, that just happens when you've got a, uh, you've got a YouTube channel and too many people have got the email over the years, uh, you end up getting a lot of strange uh, keys for games you've never heard of show up in your inbox. Yeah, um, which is very nice, uh, but also you, you barely you haven't got the time to actually look at all of them. Um, uh, but this one I actually looked at because it was very similar to a game we used we used to play a lot on stream, which is Passbar Two. Um, which is where you just draw things and it's like uh, you have a canvas and you draw things. Um, this is like that, but it's like a fully, you can fully explore the like area that you're in and it's, you know, the actual painting mechanics are much more advanced with lots of different mediums to work with. And basically you're on a space station and you're uh, a human that has been uh, decided by the uh, the AIs that you ha- the the uh, you have artistic talent because the AI made art is just not uh, satisfying people anymore. Uh, so you're you're creating art. Um, now it's really fun and there's a lot of things to mess with. But what I will say is that I have painted a canvas entirely one color and sold it to someone who wanted a very specific thing. And they still accepted it. I have yet to find anything at which your clients will not accept. So basically, you have to treat the prompts they give you as an artistic challenge for you as a person, not you as the game, as the character in the game. Because in the game, you can simply write the words, 
I am Mr. Pooh Man, look at me do a poo, and they will accept it as a uh, a painting of a cat. You know? <laughs> Honestly, there's going to be like 10% of listeners who are like, bro, just tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> um, Don't shame people. But I, I, it's it's a, it's a fun little game. I can uh, I can definitely uh, definitely recommend it. I, I uh, spent quite a bit with it. Um, away from such video games, uh, I've been watching a bunch of stuff. Um, I can't remember if I'd finished Babylon Five by the last time I was uh, on the podcast. Possibly not. I finished it now. We have a podcast. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, I think I think I just got to the end of the last season. Uh, well, I, no, I just got to the start of the last season um, on the last podcast, and I'd sort of like kind of uh, lost a bit of interest. But I stuck it through for the rest of the season, and like three episodes after I I, fin- I stopped watching like the first time, it actually kind of picks up and finds its footing for what it was trying to trying to do because it was kind of a bit meandering at the start, mm. which compared to the very not meandering uh, season previous. Um, <laughs> Uh, was uh, was sort of a bit a bit disappointing to begin with, but no, it got it got better. And yeah, Babylon Five, good show, um, definitely worth uh, going back to if you half remember it, or if you've never seen it and you've got and you know you have a fondness or tolerance for nineties um, sci fi series. Um, but I uh, also watched. I've also been watching season three of The Orville. I think Seth Mac. Farlane is good when he's not trying to be funny. Yes, yes. Uh, the Orville season three has a. F- I mean, it's changed. Um, um, what do you call it? A, a channel, effectively. It's, it's a Hulu thing now, but not here because we don't have Hulu, do we? I don't think we have Hulu. No, we ain't. But yeah. we're letting any. No idea. Can't get fucking yeah. hold of it. Um, but because we don't have it, it's on Disney Plus here. Um, Disney but um but yeah <laughs> enjoying yourself uh. Displu. um but yeah so it's it's cha- it's uh, it's change channel and as such um For, to Displu. uh well i guess it's more change platform cuz yeah uh but uh, but yeah so um I, I i if people can remember from way back when i was talking about um the first two seasons of the awful um how the first season is um, decent enough, but suffers from every, from um, trying to tell jokes all the time, and they're very rarely funny. And when very it's iterate. when it's not <laughs> trying so hard, it works a lot better. And then season two found a better balance of it would only like once per episode have a joke that you'd go, "I wish that wasn't there." Mm. Um, season three has simply gone. We're not doing jokes now. Uh, this is just. This is just Star Trek The Next Generation, but with the serial numbers filed off. Nothing more. Nothing less. That doesn't sound like a problem. This is not a problem. <laughs> I am okay with it. Um, and yeah, um, it's it's continuing uh, the weird thing of um, it being a show in which if someone was to, If you had never seen the show and someone was to say, Oh, by the way, um, this is an episode in which... Um, Seth MacFarlane uh, talks about trans issues. If you've seen any of his other work, uh, that idea would make your sphincter tighten and compact until it was basically, I don't know, a neutron star. Like, (laughs) 
Um, but it actually handles these things pretty well. Like, um, you know, sometimes it's uh, it's maybe a smidge uh, a smidge liberal, I say, as a filthy leftist. Uh, but uh, you know, it is a it is a mass market show. I can't really expect much more than that. Um, but no, it's it's been really good. Um, and yeah, it it deals with a lot of a, a lot of interesting interesting things and does some uh, kind of. Fun turnarounds like um, the most recent ep- actually, is it the most recent episode? I think I might have actually missed one. Hmm, I'll have to check to see if I've missed it. Um, but one of the most recent episodes, anyway, um, is an episode in which Isaac, the um, the token character with no emotion because he's a machine, um, because there must always be one. Um, who is learning about humanity, um, has an opportunity to get emotions. And his first response, rather than the kind of standard thing, of like, oh, yes, this will be wonderful, is like, well, I don't see how that would actually, um, you know, improve my uh, my efficiency on board, because he doesn't have emotions. So why would he think that they were valid? Well, what would, well, like, they were something he'd need. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting turnaround, and they do some different things with it um that make it separate that mean, mean that it's not just a reiteration of every data heavy episode of tng um which i think is what what is what they're quite good with is taking ideas that are not original at all but then ha- having a bit of a spin on them that does make it their own um so yeah the orville continues to be quite good and yeah, the the comedy is at an absolute minimum now. Um, it's really just what well, one episode. Isaac the robot comes in wearing a cowboy hat and a mustache on his featureless face, and and that's the joke of that episode. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and it is in context. It's not like <laughs> it's not completely just a random thing. So it's like yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm okay with it, especially because now we've got the lower decks, which does Star Trek with jokes far better than the Orville ever did. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I'm okay with the Orville deciding to just be more serious and, and do cool stuff. Um, there's even an episode, another one of those. Wow, are you going to let Seth MacFarlane write an episode about how <laughs> how people with a reactionary rhetoric can manage to overturn a liberal democracy? completely taking the uh, status quo by surprise. Um, yeah, let's do an episode about that and let Seth MacFarlane helm it and you'll be shocked at how well it's handled. <laughs> I feel like I'm in an alternate universe. I know, <laughs> I know. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking about being uncomfortable, uh, I also watched the whole of season three of The Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, the guy who plays yeah. Hammond is uh, apparently going to be playing Dracula in um a new blade movie and i can't think of anyone more perfect because he's like adult uh, An- jack gleason who is, is anthony who star Joffrey. his name patrick star An- anthony <laughs> i i think I, I think um yeah uh so that guy makes me so uncomfortable he's such a good actor Holy he shit, he is creepy fucking... his his performance <sighs> as homelander is genuinely astounding um so, uh, to kind of catch you up... Yeah, what is my... The Boys? Remind me. Okay, yeah. So, for a brief summary, um, The Boys is, is um, an adaptation of a Garth Ennis um, a comic book. 
And uh, Garth Ennis is a writer who hates superheroes um, and is the edgiest boy alive. So yeah, I know. I know that their twit the, the the series of Twitter thing is is a thing. I've seen that. <laughs> It's um, ed- edgy, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the first season suffered from a real problem of lots of mean-spirited edginess, and it it's 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 basically there are some people there there are superheroes in this world, and um, it turns out that when you give people unchecked massive amounts of power and treat them as if they are better than everyone else, um, they turn into weird little sociopaths. Um, yeah, and that's that's what the show is basically about. And you've got the gr- a group of people who are trying to take down bad superheroes who are not superheroes themselves. Okay, um, the boys <laughs> that is them. Right, okay. Um, and yeah, the first season didn't really work so great. It had it had f- interesting moments and some interesting characters and uh, Homelander who is. Sort of a combination of uh, the the times at which um, Captain America has been a more jingoistic kind of character and Superman. Uh, so, what if Superman was um, a fascist, basically? Um, <laughs> okay, right. So that's cool. Um, the second season. Um, <laughs> The second season, they managed to like it's. It was still edgy. It still had those moments, but its satirical aim was picture perfect. Um, there is a bit that's at the start of one episode where it shows someone being radicalized by the things they're watching online, by how the news conveys things, um, until they perform, until they murder someone. It shows. It shows the viewer in a really, really condensed but very accurate way how stochastic terrorism works. And whatever flaws the show may have, I will always praise it for that cold open of that episode because it is... It is incredible. Shockingly well done. Um, Because I remember you going... Because I'm never going to watch it because it deals with a lot of themes that I can't emotionally deal with. Oh, yeah, The Boys is content warning everything. It's just Um, The Boys, content warning. Um, But, yeah, you showed me that. And I was like, this is amazing. This yeah. is really impressive. Um, the, the the main thrust of the second season is that there is a character, a superhero called Stormfront. And the entire reason I watched the show is because there's a character called Stormfront. And I wanted to know, why the fuck have you named a character Stormfront? For, if you do not know, that is the most famous neo-Nazi website's name. Um I was like, why did they do that? And then it turned out it was for good reason. Uh, because... Spoilers for season that was aired a couple of years ago. Uh, that character is a Nazi. Um, Stormfront? Shock horror. Is a Nazi? Like an OG Nazi as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, season season three. You call every superhero you dislike a Nazi, honey. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, yeah, she was fucking, you know, she, she was like literally in the Nazi party, but like. Uh-huh. I'm not saying the show is is not a subtle one, but there is uh, one of the openings of one of the episodes of the second season is Homelander, who is whose cape is an American flag, so he's draped in the red, white, and blue, fucking a literal Nazi against an alleyway wall, whilst there is a a, a homeless person he has just murdered oozing on the floor. Okay, I know writers who use subtlety <laughs> and they're cowards. Ca- I, to be fair, because on Reddit, hmm, hmm. Um, 
they were complaining, like, there were a b- bunch of people being like, oh, I can't remember what it was, but there's, like, a big speech, and there were, like, loads of people in, like, the boys' subreddit being like, they're framing this guy of being the bad guy, you know, this, well, the statistics show. Okay, well, Alex, the reason for that is, is that in season three, um, the writer, one of the writers straight up came out and said, yeah, um, Homelander is Trump. Like we, this season we are that is that is who he he is based on, and it is pretty blatant because it is someone who who spent the first two seasons, um, the one weakness because he is he's Superman, he's functionally indestructible. His one weakness was that um, he he wanted to be loved. He wanted the public to think that he was a hero. Um. And that was the tension that kept him sort of vaguely in check. Um, in the third season, he has realised that he can be himself and people will still cheer for him. I could shoot someone in the street and people would still vote for me, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're very on the nose about it. Uh, uh, so it's still got the very pointed social commentary. But unfortunately, the third season has returned to the sort of mean-spirited edginess of the first season. Um, so it is a lot of things where you go, well, that was just gory out of nowhere and it didn't really need to be. And like, it's not fun. It just happened. And it's like, it it made it into, it it, it reminded me of the being of the slightly vaguely uncomfortable nature of the first season. It's better than the first season, but it just, it, it had to follow a very good second season. So, you know, yeah. It's, it's it's not ideal. Um, also, I I really 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 wish they would remove half of the times that um, I won't actually say the word because apparently it's considered bad on YouTube and I'm always a bit of and they do scan what you say in your episodes now. Uh, but uh, the big C swear word that is used all over the boys uh, by the character of Billy Butcher is used about twice as often as as a someone who comes from a place that use it a lot would say it speaking as an australian i even i i've heard it's pretty fucking excessive yeah it's like weirdly excessive so it makes it sound like like they're doing it to be edgy as opposed to the character mm. just naturally says it mm. so it just it's like you know if you halved it it would actually have more impact when he does say it um so i'm like yeah I don't know. It's it's uh the, the, I'm I'm I guess I've just I'm three seasons in at this point, so I'm just gonna keep watching it. But uh, and it does have good moments, and like I do, I do like some of the characters. Like they, there's some cool things they're doing there, but it is a very 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 messy show, and um, yeah, it's it handles so many topics indelicately that I cannot recommend it to anyone ever, but I will continue to watch it. Uh, <laughs> so take that for whatever it means, you know? Okay. Do, do as you say, not as you do. Yes. 100%. <laughs> um, I should probably, I, I should probably watch the, um, watch there's an animated, like a short uh, animated series. Oh they put yeah. Out. It's called like, Diabolical. Diabolical or something. Yeah, I keep meaning to watch that to see how that handles. The one thing I do think that is really fun, though, is that they do run a bunch of Twitter accounts that are in-universe Twitter accounts. Um, and so when something happens in an episode, they'll be putting out press releases that are in-universe press releases and 
one thing I think that is really fun. I was looking through some of them, and in the comments, the vast majority of people play along. As if it is in-universe. Uh, and I think that's just kind of fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. Um, so I'll pass it over to Snipe now. Oh. Uh, Snipe. Yeah. What have you been doing? Oh, stuff, but I can't remember Stuff yesterday. and things. Yes. What was that? What was the prick next door? Uh-huh. No, don't cut that. If, if, if anyone can hear what he just did, then you know what? This is public shaming of you. I hate Todd so much. Um, what the fuck have I been up to? Okay, 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 okay. Um, so I remember I had a rant about um, fucking... Oh, Christ, the Amityville horror and the Annabelle. Conjuring. Yeah, the Conjuring. Oh ah, yes, that yeah, the yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren, whomst yeah. I hate. Yes. Whomst. Um, I think I talked. Did I talk about Annabelle comes home? I don't know. Fucking, he sneezes like a prick. I I keep nearly saying the <laughs> Billy Butcher word. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, this reminds me. Okay, so Jerome Max has the most adorable sneezes ever. <laughs> he sneezes like a baby kitten, and it's so cute. And I was literally gushing to um a cashier the other day about your sneezes. What? <laughs> I can't remember how it came up. It came up naturally. I wasn't being weird. Oh, I think it's because they sneezed and they had a kitten sneeze. Yeah, and they were oh, like, oh, sorry, I, I sneezed. They were like, oh, I sneezed like a kitten. I was like, no, 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 like, my, my, my friend sneezes like that too. It's the cutest thing ever. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, Yo, you were there. Thank yes, God. Yes, yes, I was there. Oh, I was there. I can confirm that this is a thing My caretaker was there. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, Annabelle comes home. Is shit shock horror yeah um, i can't remember if you spoke about this one last time because I, I think i might have done because yeah. i hate ed, ed and lorraine warren um but i will talk about uh kingsman secret service oh and yeah kingsman the golden circle now kingsman secret service is fucking incredible but christ does that movie go hard yeah that's the first, first one, one. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah. Golden, seen. <laughs> the golden circle which has maybe a couple of actors you might know, like uh, Jeff Bridges, Channing Tatum, uh, celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Almodovar Pascal. Oh shit! Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, he, yeah, he plays Agent. That's Wilson, why you watched it. it. There we go. Okay, <laughs> cool. Don't you do that to me? Because yes, that is true. <laughs> but how dare you? But no, I couldn't watch. I honestly like. Okay, this is a me. This is a my weird neuroses happening because I know what happens to Agent Whiskey. And I was having like I literally had two panic attacks trying to watch that movie. Which one's uh, Agent Whiskey? Celebrated Chilean American actor. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Which my favorite? Okay, my favorite part about the movie because I've got like forty, not forty minutes. It's like I've got like twenty minutes left of it. My favorite part is every time Agent Whiskey gets into a really cool scrap because he's he's a cowboy, um, so he uses a whip and like a lasso. Mm. Every time he gets into a big fight, it's always super cool. But like the main cast don't fucking care. So it's always him in the background doing this incredible shit, and they're just sitting in a pub being like, yeah, no, I've, just, oh, I've been healing a bit wrong. I think I hurt my rib. And it's just so fucking funny to me. Hey, everyone. Uh, editing Snipe here. Just wanted to pop in with a content warning for sexual assault. Um, we don't discuss it in great detail, but it is an incredibly unpleasant topic, so I'll understand if you guys want to skip it. If you skip ahead one minute thirty into the podcast, you will miss the conversation entirely, so yeah, stay safe out there.
Can I bring the tone down slightly? Yes. I, have you gotten to the very unnecessary rape scene yet? Because that does turn me off. That I yeah, love the first one. Yeah, that freaks me the fuck out. And it's out. just like, why is this even... It, in, should not it doesn't be need to be in here, and it just ruins the entire film because it's just like it that, does. Like no that... one acknowledges how uncool that is. Yeah, they just play okay. it off as a joke. And it's like you can't just make this a joke. Like, okay, so what are I you will doing? explain it for people who don't know. Very, very uh, in a very sterile manner. It's it's um, <sighs> basically uh, they need to put a tracker on this lady, and the tracker only works in mucous membranes. Right. So basically, he like uh, Exe seduces her and plants a tracker on her without her consent, which is actually super gross. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just it's just rape. Like it, I it is. Don't want to be too, you know. It just mm. it is, and it's and it's just played off as a bit of a joke, and it's just like everything yeah. about else about these films, I, I really enjoy. That they're obviously mm-hmm. stupid and silly, but I can't. I won't. I can't watch that second one again because it's just like, no. oh, why? Uh, no, it's it's just like it didn't need to be done. No, and it's, no, it, it really could have didn't. been done like the, like that plot element could have been implemented any other way, and like it just uh, that was very fucking poor. Um, but yeah, like like so, I can't really recommend it for that. But again, it goes fucking hard. Um, like the first one, I was like, there's like a couple of moments where you sit there and go, I. That character was so cool. What the fuck? They're just gone. Or like you know, it's, mm, like mm. it's it's quite shocking with that kind of thing. Um, Taron Egerton, phenomenal oh, fucking actor. So good. So Jesus good. Christ, that man can act. Yeah, honestly, I, 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 have, what, what I, I may have a rather large crush. <laughs> I, I I keep getting this advert for like um, the Blackbird or whatever it is on like my phone, and I because when it, when I saw him in Kingsman Secret Service, I was like. You know, you know, as because we're we're old folk now. So you know, when you look at someone and go, "You're you're very uh, you're you're cute." If you were my age, I'd be in love with you. <laughs> but it, but you can't feel that because they're so young. I felt that about him in Secret Service. I was like, "Oh, what a cute lad!" <laughs> if he was my age, I'd have a crush on him. But you know, I don't. So I just kind of I want the best for just him. Just to clarify, he's, st- he's, st- he's still old enough that it wouldn't be like very he's like inappropriate. Our age. <laughs> yeah, and like. And like in Blackbird, I'm like he just keeps getting wider, and that's. <laughs> I, I do oh. not know what this film is. What is this film? Blackbird is um, it's like a, I think it's like a Netflix or it's it's an, it's a streaming service um series, ah. about being in prison. But yeah, no. So uh, I, I can send you a link to it afterwards. Yeah, cool. But I uh, did he's not realize... just so big, and I'm like, oh no, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the first Kingsman movie was a while ago. So. It was. Also, like, he he looks younger in that because we were also significantly we younger when that came out. Yeah, yeah, but no, like um, again, like it Kingsman Two is it's got Pedro Pascal in it. See, I can say it. I just don't like to. <laughs> um, it's got that one horrible fucking scene. Like it's suddenly an anime, and there's that one thing you've got to warn warn people about. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's got some yeah. Um, dude, you know you know you'll know what part I'm talking about, Matt. Um, the part in the beginning with the diner. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, the burger machine. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that 
was just like, why? It's like, okay, we get it. Poppy's insane. The main villain is insane. But Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to finish that movie because I think Celebrated Chile and American Actor Jose Pedro de Pascal is too cool. And the fate that befalls his character is a bit too fucked up. And there's, yeah, yeah. So I can't really recommend the second it, one. It feels like from what you're describing is it's a movie that is just... Causing you distress, but causing you kept, severe distress. But, but you, I, you keep trying to push I'm your not, way through I'm it. I'm not going to do it again. It's, it's been yeah. three times and three panic attacks, and I'm like, no, I can't do it. Sometimes I, again, you get that, this just, is just me. I, I'm not yeah. saying that it will cause you a panic attack. Sometimes it's like it, it, it's not necessarily say the even the content of a movie, but its vibe or something about it can just set set you it off. Just sets you on edge in yeah. a weird way, and you can and it's hard to like quantify and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes it, you just have to accept. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch this movie. Yeah, no, I can't. And whatever. I enjoyed the first one a lot, and I got to see Pedro with a whip, which he is actually very good at. Hmm. So that that's fun. Um, what else have I been doing? I, I watched fourteen oh eight. What that? That's a horror movie based on a Stephen King book. Oh yeah, it's yeah. got fucking. Is it one of the good Stephen King books, or is it like from a Buick Eight? I ain't never where, read where, it. where there's a car and and it's in a garage and it's that's, haunted. That's the story. Oh, it's just maybe what is he anti cars or something? Does he prefer bikes? <laughs> uh, the car's got a portal to like an alien landscape in the back of it. Okay, <laughs> and sure. it, it's it's a Buick Eight that's not quite right. Is any Buick right? <laughs> Sorry, I actually don't. I actually quite like the book. It's just it's one of those ones where I read it and go like. Did anything happen in that book? I mean, to, I to be fair, they can't all be zingers. He writes like 18,000 books yeah. a year. Yeah, admittedly, I haven't actually read that many Stephen King books. I've no. only read like four. And that just happened to be one of them. Mm. But yeah, no, um, it was it was pretty interesting. It's basically Silent Hill, The Room, but good. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Silent Hill for The Room is fine. Um, it just wasn't ever meant to be a Silent Hill game, and you can fucking tell. Was, was Silent Hill 4 based on the novel? I don't... No, probably, or, or I mean, heavily be, inspired by. To be fair, uh, in the original Silent Hill, all the streets are named after horror authors. Yeah, so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be out of the question if no, if it, they it, had some uh, no. similar DNA. Yeah, exactly, and it's kind of like it's this trippy kind of thing of like, though they don't rent out fourteen oh eight, which adds up to like, like one four and eight add up to thirteen. Ooh, spooky. To the point where the main character literally writes that, like, 1408, huh, adds up to 13, cute. It's like, all 22, but fucking whatever, okay, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's basically just the rumours trippy and people who spend time in there die weirdly, and it's, it, it's got some fun visual effects, it's, it's got some spooky moments, and I, I quite, I quite enjoyed it, it's pretty good. Hmm. Um, there's, there's a particularly good scare where he looks out the window and there's like a guy just ominously sitting in shadow with a cigarette on at a table facing the window and he's like help help me i can't get out Ah!" and then the guy starts mimicking him exactly and then he kind of looks closer and he realizes that it's him Ah. and it's like that's that's cool because i I like horror where it doesn't make any fucking sense because that's frightening to me (laughs) Yeah, it's like like if it makes an abstract kind of sense, I love yeah. it. But yeah, no, it was quite enjoyable. Um, I've been playing some Ark Survival Evolved, which is I got it 
uh, I got it for free because they were doing like a oh you just get this for free giveaway kind of you know when like companies thought, will occasionally do that. I thought we got it ages ago. Was that another? There's a lot of like survival we, games with dinosaurs in them. Yes. They blend together. In also, my head. I am constantly getting free games or build your own bundle games where you pay two pounds and get ten games or whatever. So wherever we get any game is up in the fucking air. It is a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is kind of like Minecraft with dinosaurs and you have a poop meter. You need to defecate occasionally. Cool. Yeah, I just put all the cheats on and played it because it is a very hard Does game. Does one of the cheats mean that you poop more or less? Uh, it means I don't poop at all. Wow. Because I'm playing as a femme. Really? Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one one realism. <laughs> you set yourself to, oh, I'm a lady character, that means I don't poop anymore. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, and honestly, I, I turned off, because the cheat for dinosaurs to leave you alone is literally just leave me alone. <laughs> um, I really don't like their DLC practices. They're very predatory. Uh, you can have one world. Mm. It's like a single player. You can use cheats and everything. But if you want any other world or any other map, you have to spend, like, money. Wow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's just, it's like, I'm glad I didn't pay for this game, because I would have been super fucking pissed off about yeah. it. Um, but yeah, no, it's like, it, there's a lot, there's a lot in there. It's like, oh, there's, there's also, like, like mechanical dinosaurs that are pretty cool. I got a big... It's got uh, Zoids. Yeah, basically. Cool. Um, you've got, like, you, you can tame animals uh, uh, dinosaurs and stuff so i had a velociraptor no no it, it's it's a dinonychus but yeah a dinonychus sorry um instead of a velociraptor because velociraptors are babies so they're tiny yeah velociraptors were like half the size they're like, so they're they like, are in Jurassic they're Park, like yeah. chicken size a little bit bigger than chicken size they're they're razor chickens is what i'm saying <laughs> um and the problem is, because there's a bug, and I don't know how to fix it, so when I'm mounted, or well, when I'm playing the game at all, I can't run. My character can't run at all. This has never been fixed. Oh. So if I wanted to fix it, one of the fixes is basically starting an entirely new game, and I've gotten quite far. So no, I'm not doing that. So I just stopped playing it because I was like, this is really fucking annoying because I got a Stegosaurus and those things move at approximately 0.5 miles an hour because they're fucking massive. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, guess I'll fucking die. Um, it has a couple of interesting mechanics like hair growth. Everyone starts off with like a buzz cut mm. and your hair grows. Interesting. So the longer you're there, and then you can like unlock hairstyles, like you craft hairstyles and stuff. This reminds me, actually, I, I need we we need to do a stream where we play Chimera Land. Um, okay. Any anyone who knows what it is, um, don't is, tell me. Is currently going. Oh yes, I want it. I need to see what Snipe says when playing that game. Oh, God, okay, that can be um, either very good yeah. or very bad. <laughs> but yeah, no. So... Some things transcend good and bad. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, so over like however many hours your hair grows and then you can put it into a style or you can cut it off and use it as crafting materials, hmm. which is pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I just kind of stopped because the game's bugged and I wanted to create another world to have a bit of a fuck about in and I couldn't do that without paying like a tenner or whatever. So I just kind of put it down because I was fed up with it. But for a while I was quite in mm. involved. So yeah. Before the game 
completely scuppered itself and like With, did it itself like yeah no i didn't i didn't do nothing it yeah. was just like hey hey enjoying the game fuck you yeah and i was like okay cool that's great love that for me um i uh i, I got because it was finally released on blu-ray the unbearable weight of massive talent with nicholas cage and celebrated chilean american actor i said <laughs> Um, I love that. That is my comfort movie. Since I've got it, like, I've had it for, like, a week and a half, and if anything happened to it, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. Okay, that's a joke. Um, (laughs) no. (laughs) Um, I've watched it, like, three, four times, because it's, it's, it's my new comfort movie, and it's so fun and silly and (laughs) sweet and heart-wrenching and adorable, and Nicolas Cage, I'll watch fucking anything with Nicolas Cage in, because he's incredible. (laughs) He's fucking amazing. And I'll, I guess Pedro Pascal is also cool. Whatever. You ever watch the Ghost Rider movies? Yeah, they're amazing. They are so amazing. Okay, they dyed his hair black, and then they were I'm like, not "Pretend say- you're 25." I'm not. I'm not going to say amazing, but I am going to say they are definitely a pair of movies that exist. And he pees fire, Matt. He pees fire, and he does the really awkward. St- like stilted point. I will say, and then he eats jelly beans that are only orange and red because out of a martini glass because you don't drink. He eats jelly beans. I will say there is one bit of the of the first movie where um, he's riding along with the old Ghost Rider, <laughs> and Ghost Riders in the Sky is playing, and it is incredible. And after they've had that cool scene where they're both going along to that cool piece of music, then the old Ghost Rider's like, "Oh, I kind of got to go home now. Yeah, he's I kind of like, can't oh, do. I, I, I can I, only do that once, yeah. and then he leaves." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like, he didn't do anything. <laughs> and he's like, my job here is done. He could have got the bus. And, and then he could have yeah, helped. But, he's but the, no, he he's had ghost, he... He's the original ghost rider. He's not bus rider. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. But no, fucking amazing movies. Not as good as one of my favourite panels in a comic ever, which is when the Red Hulk... Uh, was possessed by the Venom oh, symbiote Christ. and then was taken over and then got the spirit of vengeance. So he was a Ghost Rider Venom Hulk. And there's a panel what of him on a giant... There's a panel of him on a giant trike going, we am smash for vengeance. <laughs> Which has somehow worked its way into our daily vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. am smash for vengeance. We am indeed. We honey. am indeed. We am. Um, but yeah, no, I was looking at the outtakes in that and there's just literally like a three minute scene that they cut this is the unbearable weight of massive talent the we did go, we did go on a fairly talent, big yeah. tangent so I wasn't expecting people Amazing. to know where we like, left everyone off. in that movie is fantastic like uh what's his name uh uh Paco Leone uh his he's he's quite a big popular Spanish actor he plays um uh Javi's cousin Lucas oh yeah yeah uh, he has got such a psychotic fucking look to him. He's an absolute sweetheart, by the way, which makes the fact that he can play this terrifying fucking mm. character so well, so good. Um, yeah, there's literally a scene where it's just German Impressionism for three minutes with wonky sets, black and white, interesting posing, like mime makeup on Nicolas Cage and a younger version of him. It's... It's tremendous. I'm just like I there's know. A whole I know thing, where they cut it. There's a whole thing in the movie where they, as a repeated reference to an old silent film called The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which is one the of Cabinet the, of Dr. Caligari, which is one about, of the original horror films. Yeah, um, it's an old German impressionist movie. 
Expressionist. Expressionist. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, so, yeah, and, like, oh, it's such a good movie. And, honestly, I am Javi. <laughs> I am Javi. Because Javi celebrated Shelley Magnet. Yeah. Almost did a Pascal. His character is basically just a Nicolas Cage fanboy who's rich and it's mm-hmm. like, I will give you $1 million if you attend my birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicolas Cage is like, Ugh, fine. Yeah. And yeah, and it's 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 it's, it's a beautiful character piece. It's a, it's a very beautiful adult character-driven drama. <laughs> uh, come on, come on, let's move on. You're, you're, you've you've okay, you've already yeah, had your yeah, had yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, incredible, makes me happy. I like it. Uh we played a couple of board games. Ooh, nice. We played them with our friend Lynn. Uh, nice. We played Escape the Dark Sector, which is the sci-fi version of Escape the Dark Castle. Because oh, we really, we really enjoyed Escape the, the Dark Castle. Because basically, you have like a team of people, and you all work together, um, like to escape the to, dark to escape the Dark Castle. Like you're prisoners inside the castle, and you're trying to escape. And like you turn over a card, and then it's like a thing happens on the card. What it actually is, uh, this might uh, this might be a point of reference that our listeners might actually get. Um, oh. This is like a multiplayer version of. Notepad. Um, no. Chainsaw Warrior. Mm. Um, so you effectively go through each room and there could be prizes in it. There could be a thing to fight and you all have to fight it together. And if any one of you die, then, you know, the every, entire game's yeah. Yeah. and, you know, you can and it's not like in turns like, you know, so if you've got a character, it's someone who's like character is the bulky character who's like got, who's picked up items to make them tougher, then they can open the doors, you know, just in case they get twatted by a monster. Yeah, it, um, it's it's kind of um, it, it's got a nice bit of strategy to it. It's got a kind of uh, Lovecraftian esque kind of feel, and in, in like Call of Cthulhu kind of feel, in, more, the, more... in the way that the. Um, yeah, you're probably just gonna die. Yeah, the and art. Of course, it's like the tabletop RPG. Yeah, the art in particular um, has real vibes of an eighties like, um, like, like say, like the Realm of Chaos books. Yeah, uh, it's, it's got it's got like. heavy kind of like ink, uh, like cross hatching and stuff. It's it's mm. very aesthetically incredibly pleasing. Like I, I suspect that a lot of the people who um, who who listen to this would probably enjoy Escape the Dark Castle. I think I think a lot of. Um, if you haven't already played it. Now, Escape the Dark Sector is another game that's based on the same mechanics, but it's a sci-fi version, and we played that, and I'll be honest, I don't think it was as good. I I like... I, I prefer sci-fi to, like, fantasy yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, in general, I do, too. Um, but I, I felt like there, there were a couple of extra things added, like shooting, because you have laser guns and stuff like that. But it it felt... Like it wasn't implemented correctly. It felt like it could go at another like couple of rounds of test play. Yeah, it really. Because f- it, it it was just yeah, it's kind of tacked on. Didn't yeah, really it, it felt it. like the extra mechanics that it gained from being the sci-fi setting didn't feel integrated. They felt just like glued to the side of yeah. the existing game, and they didn't really blend in in as as clean away as you yeah. would expect for something that like if this it feels more like this was an expansion to the first game that yeah. added sci-fi things to yeah. it obviously it's not because every card is unique and it's all sci-fi yeah, themed yeah, and everything. Yeah. but no it did feel like they they should have probably kept it in beta for a little bit longer because it was like it just didn't feel as solid as escape the dark castle yeah it didn't feel like because escape the dark castle had a solid kind of like 
uh, flow to things. And, and it was like, very okay. easy to pick up and play. It was, yeah, whereas, uh, whereas this one this, is just yeah. kind of, it, it feels a bit overcomplicated and a bit, yeah. Like, it's not, it's not complicated, complicated, well, but it's just mm-hmm. a little bit more so than it could do with in some ways that just are kind of contradictory. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think that's good. a fairer yeah. description. But, I mean, the art is kick-ass. Yeah, same style of art, but just sci-fi. So, of yeah. course, I'm, I'm well into it. I think the boss that we didn't actually get to when we played it... Because uh, we all fucking died. Because The one we had straight up looks like a Gene Stealer from... Just, just like Space Hulk. It yeah, was from like an old, original Space Hulk Gene Stealer. Yeah, <laughs> and... I'm not going to complain about that. But I would recommend, um, if this sounds fun, I would recommend Escape the Dark Castle because it's just a more solid experience. Mm. Um, another game we played was uh, Medium, which is a card game, which was... Which which is... A f- I feel that playing it at a board game cafe like we did was not the optimal setting to play it in. I think you need, like, six people who've all got a bit of drink in them, <laughs> ha- like, having chips and derp. Yeah, basically how the game works is that you is that um, the person to I think it's the person to your left puts down a card that has a word on it. Cause you get you get I think six cards that all have a single word on it, um, and then you put down a card that has another word on it, and then you must both think of a word that is the medium point between those two words, and then. Uh, after the count of three, you both say it. And if you guess the same word, then you are on the same wavelength. You've because... guessed the same medium between yes. the two things. You've guessed the medium between it and uh, and you get you get some points. Uh, if you fail to do it, then the two words that you have said, you then have to try and do the same thing, but with the word that's between those two words. And it goes on, I think huh. you get like three attempts. Um, and that's basically all it is. But, um, it's, a, it's a silly little game, and it's just—it's very entertaining. It's fun. Yeah, very simple, very uh, very easy. Um, and yeah, it feels like it. Playing it how we did is probably the least, the the least fun way of playing it, and it was still quite fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you were to play that actually at a party where maybe everyone's had a little bit of a drink, then. Yeah, I think that would be that would be a really fun like like party that, game. That sounds like a really yeah. good party game, especially yeah. because by this point everyone's sick of uh, uh, Cards Against Humanity. So uh... I'm sick of everything <laughs> trying to be Cards Against Humanity. It's like yeah, it's, it's fun for a bit. Now it's just every game, every card game. So it's a bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I thought that was that was quite fun. Um. And that's all I've been up to, darlings. Does that mean that we are now at the time? For the questions. Ooh, Question yeah, yeah. time. Ask me about crime. <laughs> Don't ask me about my crimes. We, we, <laughs> were you singing a song about crime to the tune of Mistletoe and Wine, the <laughs> hit Christmas song by Cliff Richard? Was I? I think so. <laughs> That's the Mistletoe sad thing. and crime is if we ever do bad things again and ever play, a, play <laughs> and ever play a Christmas gig, can we cover that and do it Mistletoe and Crime? Yes, okay. and then we'll send Wib's mum, who is a Cliff Richard super fan, a copy of it, and she will be like, oh, "I need to go get on a horse and think about this for a while," because that's what his mum sounds like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Questiones. Uh What's the email yes. address people need to send questions to, Matt? The drummer Matt at gmail dot com. Excellent. Send us questions, please. Although one, two, three, a quarter of our questions came to the old email address, just for reference. For fuck's sake, every... <laughs> are you serious? It's well, really... Have you heard the news? 
We'd like we've been trying to contact you about your car's extended. No, no, warranty. it was it was it was this question. It was a very important question. So it was oh, six foot please. alligator. I great name. Hello, six and foot alligator. Their question. I got a snail. What should I call it? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I know, right? You should yeah. you should call them Bertrand. Bertrand the snail. Yeah. Is, he is, for that, some a, reason... is that a plucked from nowhere name, or is there some logic behind it? I'm sorry. When have I ever been logical? Well, no. Usually, there's a bit of a path that you could see. Thank you. If you That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Okay, I have two. I have two names. When you, okay. when first when you first said it, the first name for some reason that came into my head was Jeremy. Don't Second know why. Second is Cum Chugger. No. <laughs> Which is Sneal. Sneal. Sneal the Sneal. snail. Sneal the snail. Okay, yeah, we're win. Sneal it is. Yeah. That's what your snail is called. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm terribly... Try- I'm trying to think of a pun, but I can't... Yeah, I'm desperately trying to think of a, a, a punny name, and I, I can't. So, email in with your best punny snail names. And if it's anything to do with Speedy, just don't bother emailing in. Just fucking don't. Just don't. Yeah, fair. Just don't, don't bother. Oh, I, I, the only way I'll accept that kind of style name is if you call the snail Al for alacrity. No, no, even mm. then I will block you. I, I would accept that one. I wish one. I could block you in real life. I, I would accept that one. That is the only one I would no. accept. No, because that's my brother's name and it's weird. He's not <laughs> and he's a snail, snail. yes. No! <laughs> he does have that one big foot, though. He has that one big foot and that <laughs> shell he carries around on his back. It's 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 a service animal. <laughs> anyway. And his eyes are on those stalks. Yeah. I, I, t- I keep telling him not to keep putting them up there. Yeah, I know. But... That's why he needs glasses. Next question. <laughs> it's really hot in here. I'm go- I'm, I think We're going Tropo. Uh, um, next one. Space Marine Dietmar. Hello, Space Marine. I am from Germany. We had a few Germans emailing, actually, but oh, this, 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 this is one of them. Well, there we go. I'm from Germany, and when I heard Snipe speaking some German, I was amazed at how good she was and wanted to ask you three if you could try and pronounce this. no oh that's something to do with uh, beef mints it's it's the beef labeling laws or something i did translate it yeah Mm. it's rindfleisch it's rindfleisch etiquette rungsuber waschung south gabernuber dragon gassettes (laughs) but not that I, 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 I couldn't even Please start. Please try. <laughs> a, a, a friendly German has asked you politely. Now, we've already, we've, we, like with Matt saying, I've had too much of a step, I've had too much of a thing. Okay, okay. Rindelflüschheit tut Überraschung, Skauf, Gaubenuber, Bertrand, Gungestet. Gungestetz, which is probably worse than drummer Matt said. So. The, the problem I with it is, is it because it, I just keep thinking of <laughs> Überraschung, which is German for surprise. So I'm thinking like beef mints, surprise. <laughs> the problem with that word is that it is just such a long, ridiculous word that yes. like, as soon as I, I like, you know, obviously like, it's Rindfleisch. How did you do the flesh part? How do you Rindfleisch? pronounce that? Flesh. Is it just flesh? Flesh. Flesh. Uh, but like once Fleesh. you get past that then my brain has trouble like settling onto where the next part of the the word is and it just kind of slips yeah. off yeah yeah i guess it's so. just too long it needs spaces in it it's very german can be a bit like welsh in the fact that it strikes me as they uh they there's no space bars mm. 
but German makes infinitely more sense to me than Welsh ever will. So, but yeah, no, that was very funny. Thank you, <laughs> and I'm sure all of us pronounce it perfectly. But, but you did, uh, aside from that word, you did have a few emails in actually um, praising your German pronunciation. So, oh, there you go. really? I'm Thank sure, you. They probably weren't all joking. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Matt. I really needed that today. <laughs> No, 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 they, I, they, I they, they were, yeah, they, boost. as far as I can tell, they weren't, and that, I'm not joking. Um, right, next up, Brandon. <laughs> hey, Brandon. You, you guys get to write fortunes for fortune cookies. What yes. fortunes do you write? Look behind You can't me. just say come. <laughs> oh, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> no, that was my edition. So, okay. I thought, that, look behind you, come. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is just look behind you. Um... Mine is that German word that we just had to pronounce. <laughs> so you get like a fucking CVS receipt. Fortune favours those who seize the means of production. Yeah. Um, Comrades. <laughs> we just have fuck the Tories in, in every, every one of them. I literally mm. saw someone in UFC. Uh, in the that UFC was so subreddit. good. Yeah, they were like talking, like someone was like, As, I, I'm an American, what did they mean by fuck the Tories? And, I, and like everyone's <laughs> like, oh so honey. Yeah. Oh, for those did, of you who don't know. Did you see the video clip? No, I haven't seen the video. I am not familiar with this event at all. Oh, um, someone, I I don't know about UFC, but there was a UFC fight, someone won, and then said, can I just say one thing at the end of it, as their speech to the audience or whatever, and took the microphone off the commentator and said, can everyone just sing with me? I, I can't remember what tune they sang, but it was like just basically that it was they it was they, they they sang a little jingle and then but it was like a football chant sort of thing. But yeah. they said fuck the Tories, so they got the whole like arena singing it. <laughs> yeah. I have Good. no idea Good. who the person was. I have no idea where the fight was or um, anything. I, there, there were a lady UFC fighter. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know if they. I they they were British, I think, but. It was quite a funny little moment afterwards. The um, commentator or the the MC or the ring announcer, I think that's the mm. phrase. Anyway, mm. took the microphone off. I was like, very, very like sheepishly said, "Well, I don't agree with that." Well, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, well, you, I mean, bra- brave for saying it in front of the whole crowd, <laughs> singing the opposite of what you think, yeah. apparently. But yeah, it was pretty excellent. Yeah, no, fuck the Tories. Um, yeah. Fuck the Tories. Fuck the Tories. Fuck the Tories. Mm. Fuck the Tories. We hate Tories. All my homies hate the Tories. Um, <laughs> Isn't it funny how our entire government has completely collapsed? It's I don't great. want to talk about it because I am uh, get getting worse. so angry. I'm scared I'm going to start cracking my teeth. Um, so, no, you know, yeah. bumbly, what would you put um, in your cookie? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Can I just, would it be a uh, small picture of dick butt? That's, that would be, that's, I saw someone the other day and at I know a distance... They definitely had a tattoo of Dick Bud. And I'm fairly <laughs> sure if I got closer, like it would not have been Dick Bud. But the point is, is that from a distance, it looked like Dick Bud. When was the last time you got your eyes tested? No offence. That's like the good version. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go tomorrow to get my eyes retested. That's the oh, good version of when you um, when you see someone with like an eagle tattoo, and you sit there and you go, "Oh, is that fash?" And then you get closer and you realise it's, it's not, Dick and you go, Butt. "Phew." <laughs> Uh, but that's the good version of it. We see it from a distance, and you go, "Oh, is that yeah. dick?" But and then you get close, and then maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, I don't know what's better. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that it is 100 percent better to have dick butt tattooed on you than fascist iconography. Oh, no, no, no. I, I meant, didn't I think this would be a, a stance. No, I'd have I meant. To specify. I meant. Is it better that at a distance you think it's dick butt? When you get close, is it better for it to be actual dick butt, or does something that unfortunately looks like dick butt? I'm, I'd say it's worse because it's like if if you showed up to a date with a dude who had a dick butt tattoo, 
you'd be like, hmm, yeah, he's going to call me m'lady and say something like lol band in real life. That is fair. Like a meme tattoo is, is usually not, not a good not sign. It's not a good sign. I mean, like some, there will be people who have meme tattoos or t- totally cool people. But I have a feeling that... Can we just make one one agree- agreement, though? Mm. The, yeah. We all agree that whether you see it at a distance or up close, if someone's got a Pickle Rick tattoo, you run away. Yeah, no, you run oh, yeah. away. Yeah, you yeah. run in the opposite direction as fast as fucking... Like, like Satan was chasing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's um, fair. So, anyway. <laughs> drummer Matt, what would you put in your cookie? Oh, that's a good question. I just want to say something like, eat me. or No, drink me. I'm going to have drink me. <laughs> I... The label? Like the little little plastic yeah. cookie label? Because I just have, like, care instructions. Like, it was, like, <laughs> I'd have the back the wa- of a tab of a t-shirt. I'd have the warning, la- I'd have the warning <laughs> yeah. label from a silica gel packet. <laughs> you see, you're just stealing mine now. <laughs> but no, that's yeah. what I... I'd put in, like, you know, hand wash it, like, 30 degrees or whatever. Do not iron. <laughs> Just got a page from the anarchist cookbook of how to make thermite. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, moving on. Okay, very, very last question. Before Melange. Susan YouTube gets onto us. Yeah. Last question, Melange. Hello, I've recently Melange. started trying out more advanced painting techniques. And while they're fun and produce the results I want, I find myself coming back to the same techniques I've always used. Do you have any painting techniques that you like doing and want to be using, but don't end up doing them for whatever reason? OSL, because I'm I'm bad at it. You're better at it than me. I've only yeah, done it a I couple am. of times. Well, and I've <laughs> Object source lighting. So oh, basically, okay. like, if a character, if, if a model you're painting, you want to have glowing eyes, you kind of, like, paint it as if it would have an actual physical glow present. You basically or, like, glaze glow- the paint around it. Yeah, or, mm, like, if, okay. someone, if something has a glowing sword, then you paint, the, like, the lighting of where it would show up if it was an actual 3D lighted mm, okay. lit object uh, i did it a bit on my um my iron wolf that i've got in my uh, dreadnought army i gave her red glowing eyes i thought it was your uh, lieutenant well is wolf guard one well, because it's a terminator isn't it you did it on probably oh wait no yeah no ignore me it was a wolf skull the fuck am i supposed <laughs> to remember uh but yeah you did do it on that and it did look really good thank you I, I need to do it more because you, you don't get better unless you practice, so, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. There's there's lots of little things. I think that, it's, like... I find it very stressful because, like, oh, you yeah. know how long I spend dry brushing and adding, like, different washes and stuff. I te- I layer like, I'm, like I layer yeah. in Photoshop. I have hundreds of fucking layers. So the idea of just popping over that with a very bright color is genuinely terrifying oh, to like, me. It, it's the reason why I very rarely varnish stuff because um, varnish can fuck up and then you fucked up a whole paint job. I, it, mm-hmm. I, that nearly happened earlier. Like I, Ooh, I, yeah. I, I uh, varnished a bunch of uh, my lamenters because they're all metal and I was, getting, I was like rubbing paint off and chipping them. I was like, oh, I've finally got to actually fucking varnish these. And I did it and it was it was right on the line, I think, if, I, if, if the temperature had been slightly uh, more humid. It would have, it would have actually fucked fuck. them. Um, the only time I've, mm. used, I've used Ard Coat, and I used that on my um, Harbinger of uh, of Decay. Uh, Ard Coat's a very different beast. No, I know, but it's still a varnish kind of thing. Um, and I only use that on, like, the viscera sacks he's got, like, <laughs> hanging off his horse. I used them today, actually, because I've been there. I started painting the um, uh, uh, McFarlane, um, like, the big Space Marine action figures that you, we got. You put that on one. our hand drill. 
And I came out and I thought it was a really detailed, like, Lamenta Pez dispenser. <laughs> yeah. I got confused. Because, yeah, I'm painting it as a Lamenta with... Because uh, I've been painting Rogue Trader Lamentas. I was like, I'll paint this Primaris in the same Rogue Trader style. That sounds like a me thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing mm. with my time. But, Drama, what about you, painting techniques? Um, I have literally never used any inks or washers or anything. Really? Yeah, I've only ever done, like, I mean, obviously painting things as a kid. And then the only army I've really painted is, like, someone who, like, has a bit more knowledge, at least not ability, because, again, it comes down to practice. Um, but as a kid, you know, you've got your, your kiddie techniques or whatever. But the only mm-hmm. time I've tried to do anything a bit more is my tower army. And for that, just because of the colour scheme I chose and the way I started doing it when I first started, I did it one way. And then I've, like, well, I've not really painted much else other than that. Yeah, because you did okay. hard, hard black panel lines. Um, basically, the rogue trader style the of shading. <laughs> yeah, that's, kind of, that's kind of how they used to do it back then. Because they, you know, they didn't they didn't have this fine range of washers. Yeah, so, and that's kind of all I, I knew. So I started it, and I can't. You can't really change once you've started your army. You can't really like. No, mm. you can't. Which really pisses me off when Games but, Workshop are like, let's change the paint mixes so mm. suddenly half my army doesn't match my army. In fairness, you have technically been painting the same army for about 12 years. Eat my so, ass. Eat you know. my whole penis. <laughs> See, if I say it funny, Susan YouTube can't get mad at me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I'd love to use a, well, possibly easier and possibly quicker technique. Oh, yeah. To do stuff. I yeah. think I think you get on real well. But I just wouldn't know where to start. I don't know how to how to start any of those. I, I, I can, I can literally... Time. I, 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 dude, I can literally run you through it in like five minutes if you come around. Yeah. Like, yeah, what, yeah what, the I next know. time, the we next time you. you are here. Your father and ne- I miss the you. Next time I'm, next time I'm here and I'm currently having scheduled time for doing more painting and army stuff. Which yes. Is some time away. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But whenever whenever um, you want. But yes. That, I can about show you. 18 years, right? <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> I oh, know, 10 years time, I'll be able to get them into it, so. <laughs> true, Ooh, true. Very true. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I, I particularly don't, because yeah, I've do, I have done Ooh, I OSL. I want to get into sponge weathering, because I just can't quite get it. Oh, I can show you that. I, I actually do I know it quite you a can, you've done it yeah. twice, but I can't take it in. Mm. It's something mm. that I, I think I need to keep practicing on, like a practice model. Because uh, yeah, I do it through. I do it on all my grot um, vehicles. Mm. I also, I've also been doing it on that um, giant Lamenter as well. So I know. Um, I literally, you know what I said, and this is not me trying to fluff you up or anything. When I got up this morning, I got up at like fucking 7am, I came out, and I sat down in front of my Gothazar Harvester, which I'm currently painting. I love the bony boy, he is precious. And I looked at the Lamenta Pez dispenser, and I just kind of like had a moment where I picked it up, looked at it, and I went, for fuck's sake, how can I even begin to compete with this shit? You're not supposed to compete with me, for one. Okay, um, <laughs> me. I, can't, I am inherently very competitive. And, it, well, I guess it's kind of like, how can I, like, you know, like, how can I keep painting in a house where I'm living with a golden demon prick? <laughs> I am nowhere near that good. He is incredibly good at painting. Uh, you have won exactly the same amount of painting uh, awards as I have. We have entered the same amount of painting competitions. Exactly. It doesn't count. Why doesn't that not count? Well, that makes so, it count more. Yeah, that makes it count more. We are, per- we are perfect control groups for one another. Mm. We've both entered two? Yeah. And we've both won one. Well, I, I got beaten by you for the first one. And then you didn't even bother <laughs> entering the second one because you wanted to give me a chance at winning. I, that wasn't the reason, no. Really? No. Oh, I thought that was. No. Okay. No. Okay. 
I didn't enter because I didn't want to enter, and you wanted to enter. Okay. I entered. I entered the Red Gobbo one that was like a little bit before it. Mm, okay, that's why I didn't do it. Okay, but anyway, those are our painting uh, techniques. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know. Like for me, I, I actually don't know because I'm trying to think of what techniques I like occasion like occasionally use and try and use more. And to be honest. Like, OSL stuff is, like, something I have barely done, and I would like to try and do more of, but, like, that's so fucking difficult. It It is, it um, is difficult. It is not easy. And it's one of those things where it's, you either get it right, it's like a portrait, you either mm. get it right, or it's the worst thing ever. I think my thing is, or, I... Well, no, there is a bit more wiggle room than there is in a portrait, but, yeah. I think, I think the thing for me is that my, sort of, my next step would be things that would, like, radically change Non-metallic my... metal. Yeah, that I feel like I th- I think yeah. that you really kick ass at non-metallic metal. I'm I should give it. A sh- I, I should really give it a shot. I've I've done a, what is effectively non-metallic metal. A couple I of honestly times. think that it might be a bit weird for you initially, but I think you'd absolutely own it. Yeah, I, I should probably give it a shot at some point. Yeah. Well, that got really serious, and I've noticed that we've been talking uh, a lot, and Matt hasn't said anything. I'm sorry, Drumbly Bumbly. <laughs> it's alright. Everyone come in and ask um, questions specifically for Drama Matt. Well, and, and yeah, the, the very last app. question we have, mm-hmm. which is, I'm sure, not an assumption that I just haven't done much painting recently and have nothing to contribute to the painting topic. <laughs> question for Matt, what is your favourite quick and easy dinner? And I do actually have a, a good an answer for this. Um, what we call courgette spaghetti. That sounds... <laughs> I hate courgettes, but... Okay, like well, you might spaghetti. not like this. You buy... Okay, so you cook <laughs> enough spaghetti for the two of you or how many you're cooking for you 60 do grams is a single a whole portion. massive amount of courgettes like an alarming amount i like for two people like maybe three courgettes four courgettes i know an alarming amount you basically all you do you, you grate up the courgette or the courgette courgette for the cheese grater you crush like more garlic than you think you should to the point of like you know, just a whole ball garlic. at least basically yeah. and then you just yeah you you fry you fry the garlic a little bit you fly put some chili flakes in it you ch- chuck all the courgette in it and cook it down and then cook pasta and mix it all up and it's delicious and takes like 10 minutes and it's great nice yeah I, one of my recommend. quick and easy ones is literally make some paschetti uh pop a tin of drained tuna in with some bolognese and a bunch of onion and garlic seasoning little yeah some some chili powder and and cheese and you've got like a proper decent meal pretty quick pasta is good Mm -hmm. i think that is that is that's the hot take that we were building up to the whole podcast was pasta is good pasta is good actually yeah pasta is good actually we're so controversial and brave When people when people said pasta was cancelled, those people are wrong. But yes, uh, but anyway, that, what... that is all the questions. Okay, cool. Well, uh... thank you for the questions. Please send us more and send drama mat questions in. Like drama mat, what's your favourite colour? Which I, I can I have a guess at your favourite colour? You know my favourite colour, I think. Do I? Well, no, have a guess. Well, I can't remember specifically what your favourite colour is. I think it's either like green or yellow. I know I know um Dicko's favorite color is green. Mm. Your favorite color is purple. Yes. My favorite color is black. <laughs> Shocking everybody. I feel drum about that your favorite color is any bright vibrant color. I mean, you're not far off. <laughs> is that, that is purple? a good answer, but it is just purple. 
Yeah, yeah. purple, oh, purple okay. is great. Yeah, sorry to be boring. I remember, <laughs> no, I remember your really cool purple trousers. They were like corduroy, yeah, like purple have. corduroy trousers or something. I have purple cords. I do have purple trousers. Yeah. I have orange cords. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. This is the talking about Matt's trousers hour. <laughs> trousers. Tra- yeah, trousers. All right. Go to bed, everyone. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. We won't leave it as long next time. Probably. Probably. No, we won't. Promise. Please send some questions in. Uh, stay hydrated. Stay like take your meds. Do a post check. Take ten minutes away from your screen and remember that you drink are water. pretty cool and you should drink water and hydrate. You thirsty bitch. Uh, I've been Snipe. He's been Wib. And Drama Matt has been here as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.